There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 25 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl-ass. And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 5 of The Hunters. So, it is getting better. We're getting more information. I have to keep saying this because the last couple episodes we were kind of iffy. So everything, one step closer, one step closer. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm wondering how many people have hung in. Because five episodes in, I don't know if too many people would hang on if they were questioning. Right. Yeah, usually you get three episodes at the most. And if you ain't got people hooked, they bail. Right. But episode five, her body in my soul. Flynn discovers startling new information about his wife, leading the ETU to a suspected human hunter collaborator and Flynn to an unexpected confrontation. So just a bit. Yeah. So where are you going to take us first, Steve? All right. Let's talk Reagan. Reagan. Yes. She is so distraught over the baby being killed from last week's episode that she decides to take things into her own hands and gives herself a treatment. I was shocked she could reach it all because it looked like she had to like really strap into it. Right. And that might have, yeah, that looked like difficult to do to be that strapped in. Hmm. Yeah, but still she managed to. Yeah. And now she seems kind of off. A whole lot of off. <laughs> I was trying to just be, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it apparently definitely causes a dull of her senses. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't react as fast. She's not on her toes as well. And it ends up getting her shot. And then I don't know if they showed this before because I don't remember because her blood was different. Yeah. Because it, it had like a little white. silver to it. Yeah, and say like white or silver oozy stuff. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's the technical term, folks. Oozy stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was strange because I thought regular bullets didn't affect any of them, or was it just that it wouldn't actually kill them? Because I thought they tried shooting them in the earlier episode. Yeah, and yeah, it didn't kill her. It just barely grazed her. I know, but I didn't think it it would affect them at all. At all, yeah. Well, we did see that Flynn also uh, took a knife to one of them, and it did open an arm up. Oh, that's true. And then, yeah, when Regan's dad actually cut his hand open. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just having one of those moments. So, uh, And M. M was pretty important in this one. Yes. Because... Yeah, we have Flynn trying to, you know, tell her because he's all upset, thinking that, all right, it's just the two of them now. And he's going to tell her that his wife is now gone. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was with her yesterday. And 
You you seen that? And I swear I heard that Scooby Doo like. <laughs> what do you mean? You said you were just out wandering around. She's like, well, she told me not to tell you. <laughs> and what the heck? How is he finding her, his dead wife's body at the same time, time as his that, dead yeah. wife is out with them? I didn't understand what was happening. No, at that point in time, it was very confusing, and you figure, well, hmm, maybe that body isn't Abby after all. And, of course, they couldn't process it fast enough because they needed to let it thaw out, and Flynn was ready to roast it on an open fire, but... <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, is he going to go get, like, a hairdryer and start warming her up? It was pretty messed up because they kept trying to explain it to him. In order to get the right information and the everything correct, we need her to thaw on her own. And he just did not want to listen. No, he wanted proof that that was his wife. And after getting the story from M, that's the last we see of Flynn at the ETU. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he has M call her and set up a meeting in which he's there and finds her actually meeting with a a dignitary, I guess yes. you could call him. A high a high ranking person. Official, yes. Yeah. Uh, Director of Global Asset Management at the International Monetary Fund. Yeah, so again, hunter collaborator both. I don't think we really got a clear answer okay. as to I didn't what think he so was. Either, if so. he was actually a collaborator or even, you know, I, don't, I think they proved that he wasn't a hunter. Right. But I don't think they proved that he wasn't a collaborator. And with as slick as Abby is, now that we have found out the truth, uh, this guy could be get, could have been getting played. Okay. But it's not likely. You don't think so? Not when Abby hands him that big old case and he just takes it. You got to know what's in there. Now, maybe she came up with a better story for laundering the money than it was the drug money from Colombia. But seeing that he was in Colombia, it kind of makes sense that he's a willing participant. Well, I'm going to have to agree with you with that. (laughs) But... Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, he could have been played up into a point, and then all of a sudden he's like, eh, you know what, I'll just get on board here. Right. So, who knows? I need more information. More information. And we just keep getting it in little bits at a time. That's what's annoying. Yes. But if they gave it to, if they did an information dump at the same time, we'd probably be like, well, now what? You have no story. Right. You can't win with me, apparently. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have another confrontation, though. Oh, yeah. Can I just say, you, he wasn't doing a very good job of hiding his tracks. No. Go ahead. Let's talk about this. <laughs> it irritated me. Yeah, so he follows Abby up the hotel, I guess. And they get in, you know, he breaks in as... Stunned that it actually is her. Thinks it's not. Have a nice little fight. Mm-hmm. Very impressed that our Abby is actually that capable. But seeing that she is a hunter, it's not surprising. And, of course, she tells him that she is his Abby. 
And but, this is from the beginning, because when he had the flashbacks from the bar, uh-huh. the whole time, this was the hunter. Right. Hmm. She always had been. And so that was the uh, thing that we discover is that, yes, she is the a hunter. She actually killed the original Abby and learned how to play the piano and all this as a setup to get to Flynn. And we still don't know why, except that he survived and the others didn't. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> God. Or, okay, I'm going to just put this out here. Do you think it's possible that she was having human feelings and did kind of fall in love with him and was protecting him? Oh, it's very hard to say because of what we've seen with McCarthy and actually with Reagan, how can you feel like they're being honest? Completely honest. Mm-hmm. It's, oh. <laughs> this is where I, this is confusing, too, because you're not sure what you're able to take at face value. Right. So, confusing show. Confusing. I'm sorry. Please proceed. <laughs> and, of course... During the scene where we first meet her, you see a very drunk lady that is hitting on him and has to go to the bathroom and wants to go home with him. And you see her stumble out the door, and so Flynn just thinks she's too drunk. And later on, we find out that, no, Abby went in there and roughed her up to get her out of there. (laughs) I thought she was a prostitute. She could have been. I mean, I thought that's the whole thing. I'm like, why? Yeah. But, uh, sorry, again, go ahead. I'm like, why is there a prostitute hitting on him all of a sudden? Right. So Abby does a lot. Abby, not Abby? <laughs> Nabby? What are I we going to call her? I think we got to call her Abby because she's been this since the beginning. So oh, it that's is true. Abby. It's the only one that we've actually seen. We've never seen the other Abby. Right. So... Oh, God, seriously. But, like, so now everything, when you go back, everything Regan had said about lotion and about this and about that, now everything you and I had discussed is pretty much invalid. Right. But at the same time, it is still completely valid. (laughs) Like the lotion. Right. I'm telling you, we're not all crazy aliens. No. But my question, to back up. Why did, damn, what's his name? Flynn. No, why Why was he torturing Abby, though? The DJ, my God, I forgot his name. McCarthy. Yeah. Why was he torturing Abby? Or was he torturing Abby? That's why I'm wondering if she was, like, kind of so deep that she started to have feelings for Flynn. Right. And, like, the noise torture that it seemed to be happening was the only way to get her to... Fall back in line. Yes. Uh, it could be. Okay. Very well could be. Hmm. All right. So this episode, I'm sorry, it it got it got better, but I seem to forget a lot of what happened in this episode, <laughs> which at the same time makes me feel like this isn't quite as memorable as it should be. Right. Yeah. We well, we do find out that she tries to tell Flynn that McCarthy killed his partner, and that the only you know just because he was a a narcotics agent was the only reason he was picked because she needed to steal the information and get it to McCarthy. And then Mm. when the feelers show up. Is that what we're calling it? That's what she called them. 
she basically changes her story saying that no, she was the one who killed him. And the only way she was, he was going to stay alive was if he shot her and got out of there because as apparently they can sense the hunter. And if it's injured, they don't bother with it anymore. Hmm. That doesn't, I don't know. I don't understand why, why it would do that though. Like it's just because she was hurt and they're like, okay, we don't even take care of our own. Yeah, that that, was? I another one of those questions that you just don't have an answer for yet is to why they would leave an injured hunter alone like that. I would figure that they didn't want, you know, the ETU to find any more of them. Right. So you that's would why think it, so. it didn't make sense. So you know what? This this is a frustrating show. <laughs> yes, because now it is. I'm sitting here like, hmm, and thinking about it. And we're supposed to be talking about it. So this does not help me. Though, of course, we at the very end, you see the feelers reporting back to their leader, Brother Four, and he reaches inside. Himself? No, in one of the feelers. Oh, right, right, right. And sees that image of Abby on the, you know, hotel room floor, just looking like she's almost dead or going to die. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just don't know how it's all tied together. You don't know. I feel like they are just really screwing with us. Like, okay, maybe Abby is on our side, but she's been trying to stay in line to get information. And that maybe she was going to try to feed the information to M to get it to Flynn. Right. That's possible. Because otherwise, why else would she have, you know, done what she she had done before the, the feelers got there? Yeah. I can't with this show anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. it's getting harder. The next harder. episode may just be going me just saying, "Ah, oh, seriously, I don't I don't know." Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be me all episode. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, there's just so much and we still don't have any information on what did you call him, brother 4? Yeah. And the feelers. Right. So it's like they keep introducing and and that one that we found was it last episode? The different hunter. Right. Yeah, the the Buggy looking one. So it's like you keep introducing but not explaining. Yeah. And I, I've said it with all of our other shows. They don't need to walk you know, walk us through absolutely everything and hold our hand for a hundred percent of it, but give me something. Yeah. You keep introducing more but giving no more information. And it's not even a full introduction when we're just like, Oh, look at what's on the screen. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to talk about with this very frustrating episode of Hunters? No. That's... All right. Well, please rate and review us on all the platforms you, you can find know, us on. Yeah, any, we'd love any feedback from you that would let us give. Are we missing something? Obviously, we are. And it may just all be in the books. And anybody who has read the books, which I believe was called Alien Hunters. Alien Hunter. I got to double check. But if you've read the the books that this is based on and you have the information, and if you're going to tell me that this shines like a giant spotlight reading the book, then tell me because I will go and get this book. Yeah. Because right now I love that all these shows from sci-fi are books to screen, which is something that we talk about on Fangirl Zone. Haven't had that many up yet. But this is one that I'm really iffy about if I want to get the book. Right. You know, if I'm going to actually buy a book, because I buy a ton of books, I need to know that it's worth it. Yep. So please, if you've read this, even if 
you send us an email, all it, all it says is hunters. Definitely worth the read or don't waste your money. I'll take it just so we can get some information. But yes, if you have read it and that light, lights, you know, this giant spotlight and explains everything that's happening, or if you just are able to figure it out with or without the help of what's going on in Spotify and what's going on in sci-fi, right. let us know. And if that's all it takes for us to to follow the stuff on Spotify and on sci-fi.com, again, let us know. <laughs> this show, I love sci-fi. It's just frustrating. And I'm not saying I dislike the show. It's just that I feel kind of lost. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we're not confusing anybody more. I'm just hoping there's somebody else out there that has the information that can help us out. And really, if this is like totally your bag and you have all the answers, let us know and come on the podcast with us so we can talk about it. Because this is one that I think has us both pretty baffled yeah. with information that just doesn't seem to be there. But I want it to be there. <laughs> yeah. So again, I don't dislike the show. At first, I was iffy. I'm excited the way that it, I'm not like, woo excited, but I'm happy the way it's progressing. It is just progressing slower, and I just want more information. Yes. We need so, some answers. <laughs> if you know, I want you on the show. Exactly. <sighs> fangirl, fangirl zone podcast at gmail.com. But you can find all of our information on www.fangirlzone.com. Contact link. It'll take you right where you need to go. Leave us a message there. Leave us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Google. Even if I had the MySpace. I really don't remember if I put that on there. <laughs> I keep saying it because I think I resurrected it for like one. But let us know. We want to hear from you. Steve has a thousand podcasts. Yeah, right. You can find me doing a triple cast on Golden Spiral Media on Sherlock Home Movies. Hey, wait, can I ask you something? Sure. You've been saying this and I have not asked you. Is it on the old movies or the new movies? It's a combination. Oh. We did Without a Clue, which was from 70-something, I believe, which was really Excellent movie. Funny. Then we did the first of uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s movies, and we're finishing up with Mr. Holmes with Ian McKillen. So nice. Kind of covering many decades of Sherlock Holmes movies. Nice. You can also find me on the C Word podcast, an orphan black podcast, which is being syndicated over on Hollow Nine. We will also be starting our season two of Wayward Pines, also going to be on Hollow Nine. And you can find me on Felix's Helixes on SouthgateMediaGroup.com. Another Orphan Black podcast I do with Miss Karen. Which, of course, he does not like Orphan Black at all, as you can tell. No. I've done three <laughs> in a weekend before. Can't get enough of Orphan Black. <laughs> and, of course, you can find Steve and I on our some of our old stuff. Over on DVMP.com. Yep, it's all still there. Eventually it might be here. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if Steve and I embark on an epic rewatch of some of our favorite sci-fi shows. Yes, which is very possible. Although we have a lot going on with sci-fi right, right now. now. Yes. <laughs> it might be a little bit. Yeah. So for this episode, episode 25 of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. And I've tried drugs, booze, sex... Lots of sex. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs>